From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 200, for the week of October 3rd, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, Tony Spatel, and our guest, Wayne Toygo. In this week's show, Michael and Mary Jo review Knott's Berry Farm's Halloween Haunt, and our special guest, Amanda Prue, tells us about her recent limited-time magic guided tour. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid-fire, and our Dizboard Strat of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Howdy. Hey. hey. Wayne, are you there? Greetings, everyone. <laughs> so. Wayne. Wayne. So glad we, to hear we, everyone I asked, again. I, I asked hey. Wayne to, to step in for an episode because this is episode 200, 200 of the Disney Unplugged Disneyland edition. Happy anniversary, everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a made up anniversary, be anniversary but I'm going to take it anyway. Um, <laughs> just. You know, I, I feel so humbled that people actually listen to us for 200 episodes and, and, and appreciative. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Well, um, well, and sorry. it all started Was I getting with too the deep mouth. for Tony? I'm more, what? Was I getting too deep? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was kind of deep for you. Okay. I'm more, I'm more surprised. So does anybody have any favorite moments, segments, situations, lines of question? When Tony and I became a unified mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And that's because, see, you know, Nancy and I have been a, you know, like a, you know, like a love-hate relationship. (laughs) And then, and then, um, well, maybe not hate, but annoy, love-annoyed relationship. (laughs) And, um... (laughs) Because uh, from the like day one when we first got together, and um, um, and then I think Tom's grumpiness just just made <laughs> oh us. We, we we just came together, and I mean, yeah, Tom, you're like my best friend and all, but the grumpiness still, I need someone to to help with the grumpiness. So like the you know you're like Gorbachev, right? Because Gorbachev, you know, kind of like the enemy, but still the friend at the end, you know. So. Does that well, work? Okay, so you're Reagan you know, Tony, and she's he was, our, he was our first new She's Margaret Thatcher. She's Margaret Thatcher, 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 Reagan, okay. you're Gorbachev. <laughs> I get to be Reagan. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. Well, oh, do we have the Spatel library coming up? Well, no, but I just wish I had his hair. And I am I just turned 40, and I don't have his hair. When I, was like 80, so. <laughs> oh, your I, I, I think some of my favorite episodes, not to kiss Tony's butt or anything, are the March Madness episodes. Nice. Those are fun. Those are very fun because we just get to we get to chat about about um, our favorites kind of stuff and. And Tony gets so excited setting it all up for us. Well, yeah. I do because it's yeah. the one time I can somehow bring sports. So the few people that know my references, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, there was an episode way, way, way back, and it's probably inappropriate. Did that make it to air when we talked about Gene Simmons and your mother, Nancy? <laughs> I can't oh remember God. if it did. What? <laughs> yes. There was some date? comment about about Gene Simmons and her mother and like like uh tutoring 
No, I went to an education seminar with, and Gene Simmons was one of the attendees and speakers. And there was some line about, well, Gene Simmons did that with a lot of, like some (laughs) interpretation. Yeah, I'm not sure if that part made it to air. Oh, darn. One, one thing that didn't, one thing that didn't make it to air was when Nancy fell asleep. Oh, yeah. Mention that. Wayne's voice. I was so tired that night. <laughs> the calm and soothing refrain <laughs> that can put anyone to sleep. I believe, I believe that was the history of the castle. One of those, yeah. Yeah, no, it was the history of the castle, and I wake up and I hear everybody talking, and I'm like, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> any, yeah. Any, any other favorite I memories, re- Wayne? I liked our uh, whirlwind coverage around Carsland time, especially oh, yeah. the preview week and all the events that we did leading up to the grand opening of Buena Vista Street, Carsland, all the new um, stuff that was going on out there. That was that was fun and amazing. How about you, Mary Jo? Now that Wayne mentioned Carsland, that was really exciting. Um that was a lot of fun. And I just remember that we were all in this, this frenetic energy when the land opened up and, and we wanted to share so much with everybody of what we had seen and the excitement and we could hardly wait uh, for other people to come go see it. So I have to agree with, with Cars Land. Second would be the March Madness. I have so much fun in, on those shows. I have to say Nancy saying Tatsiki. <laughs> no, 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 and now, like, at first, because, you know, Nancy does have a, a breadth and a wealth of knowledge, some of which may be true and some of which may not. But <laughs> no, over, these years, no, over these years, I finally, like, said, you know what? She does know her stuff. Mo- at cert- like, you know, certain areas where I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I describe this? What's this food? What's this? Like, and it took me a while to get over my ego. <laughs> to let her be like, okay, fine, go ahead. And now I think it's more of a like a a funny thing, but um, yeah. Not that that doesn't mean everything, Nancy. But I just, now I I just think it's it's funny how um we all have our relationship now. So I'm getting all teary eyed. Um and oh, um no. and that we're you know that we all. You know, love each other that's and right. our friends, even though we don't get to see each other. Well, that's more my fault. Um, but, um, that, um, and that we all have our, our niche and, and our personality. And I think, uh, I think you can tell we like each other. I think you can yeah. tell. So. Yeah. Or we're really good at faking it. Yes. Tony, you shouldn't have given away our secret about Tom. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not Fred and was it Fred and Ethel who hated each other? Right. Oh my god. Oh my lives, they but, did. Yeah, but we're not like that. We really do. Like I'm just scrolling through the through the the topics of what we covered way back in. Our, let's see, our first show was February seventeenth, two thousand eleven. Two and a half years ago. Wow. Um, Nancy talks about the magic memories in you. Gone. And Tony reviews the Tortillas Joe's Taqueria. Oh, and that's where Fresh and Carnitas came from. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah, right exactly. away, we got to Fresh and Carnitas. Yeah. So. Nice. And I know this predates Michael, but don't forget one of the few video podcasts that the team did 
and that was the one show we did aboard Podcast Cruise 3.0. That was nerve nerve wracking and very very fun. <laughs> ah, that was a good time. It wasn't nerve wracking at all. <laughs> okay. It really wasn't. I mean, okay. Sad. It was a good time. It was. That, that also was a very fun event. Yes, it was. I was. In we really audience. do like You're taking daddy. place. Yes, you were. I clearly remember that. <laughs> I waved at you. Uh, <laughs> we always do have the best intentions to have more events and and such, but since all of us have jobs other than the Diz, well, except for Mr. Tom there, um, <laughs> the, you know, it's so hard for us to try and get together and narrow down a point. So we would love it still if anybody wants to volunteer to step in to have events and help us out with them. Yep, that would be great. Big reminder for that. What were you going to say, Tony? Um, I do have to again thank Nancy, man. Okay, so um, <laughs> because it was her, she was the one who said, hey, you should run in the Tinkerbell Hub. And this is not about me talking about the Tinkerbell Hub Marathon. That's not what I, But she's the one who said do it and raise money for charity, which I couldn't, we couldn't say no to. And so that's something that I have to thank her for and be proud of because, I mean, that was money that was raised for charity because of, you know, when Nancy just comes up with her ideas and just share, shares them on air, and then that actually turned into something. So that's kind of exciting. That was really cool. So that's I thank that. you, Nancy, for that. We all had fun with that one. Well, but you, but you were the one who were like, you know, you need to do it. You're the one who runs, so yeah. Or Nancy. <laughs> That'd um, be like thank you to do it. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and, and really, yeah, some of, some of my favorite favoritest—that's not a word—moments are not on the air, but when we run into people in the parks or on the cruises or wherever, and just people say, "Hey, yeah, I listened to your show." Yeah. And it's just like I, I think Tony and I on the, on the podcast cruise, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. Freaked me out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, in Wayne's story about somebody hearing your voice and in Disney World of all places, yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was uh, Dizapalooza in uh, Harry Potter Land. When that you, was that? Michael, you had somebody hear your voice too, right? Yeah. Well, it happened all the time during the D twenty three Expo, yeah. but just a um, couple weeks ago at the Walt Disney Family Museum, somebody. I heard me talking to a friend and walked up and said, are you Michael Bowling? I listened nice. to the podcast. Yeah, so. Yep. Yeah, I haven't quite adjusted to that yet. The fame is tough to deal with, yes. Yeah, but it's, it's, but it's so kind that people do that, that yeah. people listen, yeah. and that they'll walk up and say hello, because I really enjoy that. It's nice to meet them. If you look at the other Disneyland podcasts, Tom, um, correct me if I'm wrong, we're the most regular and I'm not talking about like eating activia or anything. But, um, <laughs> we're the most we're the most consistent, correct? I I believe so. Um, there's one or two more out there, but like yeah, of the of the the big name social media type people on on the internet. Yeah, we are the most regular and and most prolific with three shows a week. God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tires us out, but we have so much that we want to still do. And yeah, I mean, like I said, that we can't get the time to find our own lives. I, to I, I keep thinking, gosh, we should just go down to two segments a week. But then it's like, no, there's so much. 
so much to talk about. So. Well, and so much new, so much stuff we're gonna be talking about in the right. future that right. we've we've talked about doing. So yeah. stuff a little out of the ordinary, stuff a little more ordinary. Mm-hmm. March Madness next year. <laughs> yes, it's March Madness 2014. Dun, dun, dun. Well, well, now what we're gonna start doing with that is um, their cities are now gonna host. Just like in the real one, <laughs> so the bids are coming in. I'm going to be very the, can similar we get the, to the, the West Regional in, in Fresno. Well, you know what? I'm like the Olympics, the ones that got busted. I'm easily greased. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! So yeah, well, yeah, it'll be hosted somewhere. Hey Tony, you know maybe I'll, I'll throw this out there for next year. Maybe one of our listeners, we could host a bidding thing to have somebody win a chance to plan March Madness with you. Oh, that, that's. Cool. Forgive kids the world. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, that means I'd have to do it before. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> hey, uh, that gives you like six months, right? Four yeah, months. Four months. Yeah, but you know what? That'll be like college, where it was. Oh, I have the one night class a week. I got six days. I don't have to worry yeah. about it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's tomorrow. Um, <laughs> you know, you talk you know, about how people hear voice, hear your voice, and. And I know when Tom and I met the people on the podcast crews and it kind of surprised us, I think it's hard because we are just like talking on the phone. That's what it feels like. Right. Yeah. So, and so the idea that people are listening to our conversation always kind of not like freaks me out. Like it's like you don't think about it because it's such a, and it's such an intimate, that's why I love podcasts. It's such an intimate medium because it's in your ear. I mean, most people listen to it in their ear. Right. And it's, you're right there. And Nancy, do you remember in the very, very beginning? Okay. So this is when we first got, um, we like, well, before the I, like I dished it before the podcast, but we were going to start doing yeah. stuff. And I, I know I, somewhere where we had to, the idea was we were going to record segments, right? Nancy. And right. then you'd send them to right. Orlando. And that was the hardest thing on the face yep. of the earth. Especially for me, for someone who talks all the time, you'd think it would be easy. No, because you got no feedback. You got no dis- – so you were just talking and recording it. Oh. Yeah. And I remember doing one, and it was so – it was hard because I would – and then you would kind of edit it. Your, and there's only a couple that mm-hmm. ever made it to air. Yeah. But I hated – it was so great when it was, oh, we can talk to people. Yeah. Do you, do you remember I that? T- I do remember that, and I was actually going to mention that one of the things Tom and I had bantered around is what we're going to do for, um, what we're going to do for yours and my fifty years and my fifth anniversary. I'll buy you a churro. Oh, that's true. Mar- March five years will have been with the Diz. You and me, wow. Tony. Wow. Well, you were with the Diz on your own a lot before I was. I just showed up because I wanted to have a microphone and go to Disneyland. So. Well, no, we got picked at the same time, and, and I no, missed I know, the but... very first show. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jo stood in. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my gosh, that was such a long time ago. Wasn't it, though? Yeah. And and we did a handful of st- things together, and then it was just so hard getting coordinated because we all had our own lives. and. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like Tony said, we did tons of stuff. I was actually tempted to like dig up a thing or two I um. did that I, I sent to Orlando <laughs> that never got played. <laughs> well, and it's hard when you're recording by yourself and you say something you might think is funny, but you have yeah. no idea. Whereas with us, somebody will say something, whether it's supposed to be funny or not, and then the other people will start laughing at it or make fun of the person for saying it. Yep. Whether it be, and then it becomes a real conversation amongst friends. And I think what, what are some of our our biggest make fun ofs besides Orleans for me? 
Orleans, Orleans. What do what do we what is? Oh Mary gosh, the, the I I think the the uh, banter about the about Tony's. Uh, although it's probably real, you know his his gig, his band. That's Michael's and my. That's, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, global that's, hygiene I, revolution. There you go. Global this hygiene. is totally just like the Rolling Stones. Who gets credit? Is it Mick Jagger or is it no? Global hygiene revolution is really his. But you know what? When we do the behind the music, I'll take all the credit. Smith, where the two guys, you know, fight. So yeah, global high, hygiene revolution. I love that. So you'll be the Edison to his Teslas. That was. And just- can I tell you, Michael? I'm so jealous and angry that you came up with that because when I heard it, like in the back of my mind, I was like about ready. I was thinking and I didn't, and you just nailed it. And I was like, ah, I'm just telling you, this is what's really going on. The metacognition of Tony. I was like, oh man, he nailed that. That was so awesome. But I'm jealous that I didn't do it because I've got to be ego. I know, but yes, that was a beautiful and Michael. And I love the fact that you came up with that because it's hilarious. At least in my mind. Yeah. And, it was fun. Yeah. I, I think that teasing Mary Jo about, you know, looking for love in Disneyland. Oh, and, you and, made and, me and, turn so red. <laughs> and, and that you always fall in the bodies of water, you and your family. I just don't understand. <laughs> you, you know what else we were good at was Wayne being the voice of reason and if we started getting a little raunchy or started going down an inappropriate road. And he's just, oh dear, like, <laughs> like he's oh the perfect, dear. he was like the perfect straight man. Like, right, it was we should... all an act. You had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I can when say that now. Just laughing his butt off. <laughs> well, wait, what was that, Nancy? What was that challenge that the Florida team issued us about that one uh, specialty day out at Disneyland? Scott Not day, Dapper Day, but Bats Day. And you actually went. Yep. And if I had gone, it would have just been too frightening. (laughs) Did you dress dress up, Nancy? Yeah, there's actually a whole blog on the old blog archives. The ones you can get to through the disunplugged.com page. There's a whole thing on it. Lots of pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the the guy who organized that got really mad at me because I took a picture of some pins that somebody gave my daughter's. And he was like, those need to come out. Those aren't official. I won't promote the article on our site because <laughs> you have wow. those. I'm like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> but never. I don't have to worry about saying that now because, well, you know, he never promoted our article on the site. <laughs> there you go. Oh, goodness. Well, we could probably talk on for hours about this, but we got a show to do. Um <sighs> So, I know. Um, any other any other housekeeping while we're at this? Um, I'm sure I have one. I'm sure you do too. Um, <laughs> we had we had talked about over in interventions um, how the Marvel comics are are over there, and we had mentioned that Thor was going to be there. I'm just letting I um, saw the note that he's it starts November first. Mm-hmm. Thor will be. There and there's a whole backstory why he's there at Disneyland, and um, so you'll get to go in and to see make the, the women happy. <laughs> Ain't that true? I'm not saying anything because Michael's gonna jump on it. <laughs> oh, Mary Jo. What? 
<laughs> so, Mary Jo's just going to jump right on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the character in Thor, Jane Foster, she's learned that a cosmic bridge has, um, allows Thor to travel between the nine realms, 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 um, those two. That'll be opening up on November 1st, and you can see some of her research in Interventions, and then enter a chamber where Thor will transport from Asgard straight to you. Ooh, Mary Jo. Be sure you dress up. <laughs> wear your Sunday best. Where my, I'll wear my Sunday best. I'll wear my Dapper Dan day. There you go. But, um, so uh, you should wear, you should wear Nancy's best. bat day. Uh, <laughs> or maybe your Saturday night best. <laughs> I still got that black lace dress. You can have it. <laughs> I, I, I call the blog on this one. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the day I jump on Thor <laughs> by wow. Mister Water Willie. Okay, and to continue, inside <laughs> oh, Interventions Foster. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Wayne. Do you uh, think you'll last th- longer than Jack Sparrow did? <laughs> I don't know. It depends I, I on if he gets so. lashed in that special you chamber. You have to make more of an effort to see him, I think. <laughs> He's got that hammer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows how to pound it. But okay, I, oh dear. I'm going to say oh dear. You've got me red. All right, what here. else did you have, Mary Jo? Just to be really hot in the gals here. getting over there, you guys, you're taking it the wrong way. Uh, Foster and her team were preparing for the opening of Bifrost with the installation of Thor, Treasures of Asgard, a collection of objects brought to Earth straight from Asgard. So again, that's November 1st. Awesome. Thank you, my Joe. Any other so that answers our question. Yes. <laughs> Where are they going to put him? <laughs> Don't forget chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. If you want to get a hold of the, the, Disneyland team, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. Um, if you want links to anything we talk about or our shows, that is on disunplugged.com. Don't forget Podcast Cruise 5.0. That's November 30th, 2014. That's a seven-day Caribbean, Western Caribbean on the new Disney Magic, which is going to be really fun. So I will put links to all that in our show notes page. Any other housekeeping? Good. Okay. Let's head over to Tony with the news. As they practice on the baseball field Tuesday, Esperanza High School band members weren't quite sure why a camera crew was setting up. A bunch of their parents were carrying pom-poms. Okay, I gotta stop. Is it pom-poms or pom-poms? Pom-poms. Wait, with an two M's or an N at yes. the end? Yes. No, two M's. Same word like tom tom pom. I've seen I've seen it spelled with an N, but well, yeah. according really? to the Orange County Register, they spelled it pom poms, and I didn't like it, so I thought <laughs> we should decide what it is. We're carrying pom poms, and a Disney employee was holding balloons. They knew some type of award or donation was coming, but some were shocked when the cover was peeled off of an oversized check to reveal the amount thirty thousand dollars. Wow. The, the money came from the Disney Community Volunteers Fund, which is from Disneyland Resort employee donations, usually taken from paychecks. The fund is giving $30,000 each to 10 groups this year as part of Volunteers' 30th anniversary. This is awesome, said Brad Davis, the band director at the Anaheim School that mostly serves Yorba Linda and Anaheim students. I'm never speechless. This is so cool. I don't get choked up, so I'm going to stop. Unquote. He immediately knew how to spend the money on his 125 band students. 
We'll wear that check, Davis said. The current uniforms are 14 years old. The school district no longer pays for them, so the band so far had raised about $10,000. Their donation should cover the rest. Nice. Lanny Circable, a staff assistant to the Disneyland Resort president and mother of an Esperanza band member, explained in her nomination how band members had to perform in the rain on their final show last year. Twenty uniforms got mildew and had to be thrown out. Our uniforms, they are nice, but they are old, said Dana Paget, 15, a sophomore. That's the first impression, band uniforms. You see cool uniforms, it's a cool band. And I probably taught some of those students because my elementary school that I used to teach at fed in there, so I'm hoping that one of my former students got there. But nice. that's pretty exciting. And there's some a little bit more information about the Disney um, employee donations. They're giving the Disney Volunteers Community Fund is giving 114 Southern California nonprofit organizations a total of $820,000 in grants for projects. Ten groups are receiving $30,000 each. Seven of them are in Orange County, and those include Beckstrand Cancer Association of Newport Beach, Boys and Girls Club of Tustin, California Women's Recovery, the Lynn House in Costa Mesa, the Children's Bureau of Southern California in Huntington Beach, Orange County Educational Arts Academy in Santa Ana, and the Orange County High School of the Arts in Santa Ana, and then the Esperanza High School Band in Anaheim. So... Volunteers giving back to the community. Go band. That's neat. Yay. And a story that I'm very interested in because, well, Wayne's here, so it's perfect because we talk about knots and because I drive this boulevard when I go to work. So here we go. We're going to talk about Beach Boulevard and Buena Park and their uh, plans for the future. As drivers head down Beach Boulevard, wow, I said it like I was reading a story to kids. Sorry. Mm. That's how I want to do all the news from now on, 201 on. Okay, kids. <laughs> Today we're going to learn about Beach Boulevard and their plans for the future. Yay! Okay. Does <laughs> anybody want to tell me about their plans now? for the future? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. As drivers head down, <laughs> as drivers head down Beach Boulevard from the north of Buena Park to the I south plan of Stanton, plastered after the podcast is Yeah. They they zip by relics of the past and signs of the future. There are rundown and fixed up motels, a growing Korean community, fledgling and established businesses, Buena Park's entertainment venues, and various empty plots. And there are a slew of changes in the works. California cities who redevelopment, whose redevelopment agencies own land when the agencies were dissolved must submit a long-range plan to the state. Buena Park submitted its plan in June. The plans include the following. The city is negotiating with a developer for a proposed 40,000-square-foot country-western-themed dinner theater. <laughs> the for, there's a lot more. The former Movie Land Wax Museum which we've discussed, is currently being leased by Premier Exhibitions for Bodies, the Exhibition, and Titanic, the Experience. For a permanent use, the city is negotiating with a developer for an aquarium with five entertainment venues. The developer is doing a feasibility study, after which the city and the developer will start negotiating the price and terms. So there's one new thing, an aquarium. The city has received six proposals from developers for restaurants. The city wants to secure a use for the former Movie Land Wax Museum property, before it decides how to use this area. Right next to Knott's, the city is negotiating with two developers who have proposed a hotel, meeting space, restaurant, and entertainment venue for the three properties. The city is also negotiating with two developers who have proposed a 90-unit extended stay hotel or a restaurant. On Stanton Avenue, which is still right off of Beach Boulevard near Knott's Bay Farm, there are two plots that are tied to the city's plans for the entertainment corridor. The city had began, had been negotiating with Knott's Berry Farm to use this land for a new parking lot so Knott's could turn its existing parking lot along Beach Boulevard into an entertainment center with themed restaurants, clubs, 
retail, and entertainment venues similar to Downtown Disney and Universal CityWalk. The city wants to pick up its negotiations with Knott's for this land. We want to create a resort feel and be a destination, Buena Park City Manager Jim Vanderpool said. For Buena Park, the revitalization is focused on entertainment corridor, the stretch of beach that's home to Knott's Berry Farm, Knott's Oak City, Medieval Times, and Pirate's Dinner Adventure, right off the 91 freeway. The city's top priority is finding a permanent attraction for the most visible and well-known of the properties, the former movie Land Wax Museum. Premier Exhibitions is housing its bodies. The exhibition in Titanic, the experience shows there temporarily, but the lease signed in April is only for 21 months. And it's not just the businesses that are getting spruced up, it's the street itself. Jim Beery, Buena Park Public Works Director, said the city is revisiting plans to fix medians, add signs, and otherwise, otherwise improve Beach Boulevard. So there you go. Very cool. Perfect for Wayne. I'm so glad to hear that they are going to pay attention to this area once again because it is looking pretty shabby and it is kind of sad that it is so underutilized and they have mentioned every ideal piece of property along this entire corridor. If they even do half of these plans, it'll be phenomenal. It'll be great. I love the idea of taking the current Knott's parking lot, relocating it to one of the other places, and turning that huge space into a new entertainment place. What a great idea that is. How wonderful. And they, um, they, I'm really articulate here, just they, what was I going to say? Um, it's, um, it's what they need, and I think a lot of people, like Wayne has said plenty of times in the past, if the, if that area became more built up, people would be more willing to stay there because it's going to be a cheaper price and you're going to get a greater value. The same reason I tell people to go down to the Garden Grove hotels, but yet there'll be stuff to do. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I'm hoping that it happens. And 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 also that I remember what I was going to say. Sorry, is that it's got the best off the freeway location. I mean, it's right off that 91 freeway. Right. And you're right there, so. And people don't realize how really convenient this is to the Disneyland area. It is so easy to get to there and to get back again. This is, uh, boy, I really hope they move forward with this. It just sounds great. And that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with, oh, let's start with Wayne. Well, okay. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> um Gee gosh, we have mentioned many times the Walt Disney Family Museum up here in Northern California, and as wonderful a place as that is, and definitely should be on the list for everybody, just the Family Museum may not be enough uh, enough to get people up here, especially to spend maybe some extended time. So I thought I'd give you a couple other things that are going on in this area that you could use in addition to your visit to the Family Museum. And the first one is going on right now in this area, and that's the Northern California Renaissance Fair. It's playing now through the middle of October, October 13th. For those of you who have never been to a Renaissance Fair, this is a delightful outdoor recreation of a 16th century English village. Picture a craft fair, but now take it to the 10th degree. You have people in costumes. You have all kinds of traveling entertainment. 
and it is it is fun like you've never had fun before. There are craft shops with merchandise that sell clothing and household goods and all kinds of jewelry and trinkets of all kinds. There's entertainments with singers and musicians and comics and even, you know, for the Shakespearean people, even a few short little plays. And to, to head it all off, even a visit by the queen herself. And of course, there is a plethora of food and drink. Renaissance fairs really are different. And I know for those of you who haven't been to one of these before, there might be a little hesitation. Trust me on this. If you're entertainment oriented, put this one on your list. And for, for those traveling in the San Francisco Bay area, this is a wonderful addition to any weekend that you're up here. Family friendly to be sure with entertainment and activities for kids and adults. There's a full set of, of kids activities. There's a crafts area. There's a fencing instruction school. And there's even a special adults only area. And this is located right in this area. The venue is just south of the San Jose area. It's easy to get to. And this year they're also adding their Celtic Rock concert series, which happens every evening after the main grounds close. Tickets are available online or at the door. They're only $25, kids under 12 free. There's a lot of other options. We'll include a link in the show notes for that one. That one's going on through October, but beginning in late November and carrying all the way through Christmas time, up closer to San Francisco itself is the Great Dickens Christmas Fair. This is, again, another crass fair-like thing, but this time it's all indoors, and it's a recreation of London in the time of Charles Dickens. I have seen nothing like this anywhere else, and it really, really is amazing. Again, shops and entertainment and food and drink and activities. Plus, you get all the characters from The Christmas Carol, Bob Cratchit, Tiny Tim, Ebenezer Scrooge himself, and visits from the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come, just walking around amongst you and making all the visitors a part of this whole village, and you actually interact with them live. It's just amazing. There's also characters from Oliver Oliver Twist, including Fagin, the Artful Dodger, Nancy. It's it's just great. I, I can't go on enough about this. I've been going for goodness decades now. It's it's a multiple visit for me every year. They have a place called Fezziwigs, which is a big dance parlor. There's performances at Mad Sal Saloon, plenty of pubs for food and drink, performances by singers, and there's even a great sailors group called the Patty West School of Seamanship. They're absolutely hilarious and wonderful, uh, wonderful songs that they perform. Many wonderful Christmas singers and performances, tons of shows, lots of activities, 
great entertainment for the kids. They have candle making. There's shops for fine clothing, all kinds of rare little toys, treasures, books, jewelry, even an adventurer's club where you can hear tales of folks as they've done their their little world travels. It, it's an amazing experience. And and honestly, more than one day's entertainment. So trust me, plan on spending a full day here. And again, that is November 23rd to December 22nd. It's located just south of San Francisco itself, so transportation is going to be very convenient if you're going to stay near the city to go to the museum, to go to the family museum. $25. They have tons of discounts and whatever. Under 12 free. We'll include a link to that in the, in the show notes as well. Any other questions? I think you can still get me at Wayne at WDWinfo.com. <laughs> be happy to tell you everything I, I know about them. They're both the Renaissance Fair and the Great Dickens Fair. Wonderful things to do. Cool. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, Michael. Well, we've been talking a lot about um, Halloween time at Disneyland, and there is a lot of food that goes with the the Halloween celebration. Um, It seems like almost every dining venue is serving something. Just a few things. I'm not, not exactly sure some of these, what they have to do with Halloween. But at the Carnation Cafe... Some of these have cute little names, like the Pepper Jack Skellington Burger, and this is um, yeah, grilled sourdough with white cheddar, pepper jack, red onions, and spicy burger sauce. At the Village House Restaurant, there's a Halloween Wicked Grilled Chicken. That sounds good. Um, At Blue Bayou, I'm not sure how Halloweenish this is, but it's roasted pork loin, um, pork tenderloin Wellington. Ooh, scary. Totally skews out. <laughs> At the hungry bear. I don't know if they make it. It may be scary. <laughs> At the hungry bear restaurant, there's crispy fish sandwich with tartar sauce and jicama mango slaw. And and then th- th- at um this is definitely something we eat every Halloween at Cafe Orleans. Um, Cocovan. <laughs> Coke event, just a typical Halloween treat, and then. But, um, but I don't know. They, it depends on how drunk that chicken was before it got thrown. And then, but they do have pumpkin beignets as well. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that interests me the most is at the French Market Restaurant. And that's a generous muffaletta sandwich. And that's stuffed with because I've had these in New Orleans. Um, they they're stuffed with layered meats, cheese, and an olive salad on a round loaf of bread and they're serving that with their homemade chips um also the coffin box again this year yes i was just going to say that they also have the oreo mousse coffin that's the white chocolate mousse oreo crumbs and the skellington white chocolate decoration i also believe they have new souvenir halloween popcorn buckets this year and they have their seasonal cupcake and at now this is my favorite at california adventure they have the anti-vampire chicken flatbread (laughs) <laughs> lots of roasted garlic, smoked so gouda good. cheese, mozzarella, and a balsamic glaze. How and fun then, is that? So good. And then all around the parks, there's pumpkin beignets, pumpkin fritters, pumpkin pie, pumpkin muffins, streusel, um, all kinds of things. Big Thunder Barbecue is Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue, serving snickerdoodles with vanilla ice cream, oh. pumpkin sauce, caramel sauce, and orange oh, sugar sprinkles. Doesn't I'm that there. sound good? I love snickerdoodles. Yum. 
I do too. This sounds really good. They also have, um, they're also over there at Thunder Ranch Chambri. They're having a fried apple burrito, um, butter Ooh. corn on the cob, hot dogs and candy corn cotton candy over there. Um, Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe over at California Adventure. They have all the seasonal Starbucks treats. Kimchi latte? Yes. That's there in the salted caramel mocha. Chocolate chai tea latte, and then their usual, you know, the pumpkin scones, pumpkin cream cheese muffins that I really like, and their pumpkin bread. And Mickey's Halloween party, um, they have special burgers. Um, they have Monster U burgers at Tomorrowland Terrace. This is a cheeseburger with special sauce, grilled onions, and fries with Parmesan ranch ooze. And then they have some little crispy treat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> featuring the green eye of Mike Wazowski. And it's also at Red Rocket's Pizza Port. And there's a monster mac and cheese pizza at, um, that's also available there. What and haven't then, they put mac and cheese on? I know. And then, as a little taste wait, treat there's to more. take... There's more. A taste treat to take home is a pumpkin-shaped loaf, shaped loaf of Boudin Bakery's famous sourdough at the Pacific <gasps> Wharf Cafe. So, um, anyway, so lots of good things to eat at Disneyland at Halloween. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo? Well, over in downtown Disney, you know, they have the, that Lego store that um, not too long ago they underwent a, a refurbishment, so right. they've made it more Disney-ish. And I was looking at the at the um, website for, for Lego, and did you know that they have every uh, the first Tuesday of every month, which is coming up, they they have a little miniature um, figure that you can make there at the store, and you get to take it home for free. Very cool. So, yeah, it's really cool. And so once a month, they have these little figures that you can make there at the Lego store. So if you um, go to the Disneyland Resort the first week of the month, you can... Um, Go over there to the store, and as long as the supplies last, you can make your little model. And they're one free per child, and they don't sell them. So the only way you can get them is is by um, making the little figure and taking it. They also have a join a Lego Friends Club meeting that they have there. So if you belong to the Lego Club, um, you can go over there and you build um, you build different models. You get T-shirts, and that does have a cost. It's twenty five dollars. Per child, and you need to go to the website, which we'll keep in our um, notes, to see what's coming up when you visit the Disneyland Resort. They also have um, other um, figures that you get if if you um, purchase a. Um, right now, they have one. It's an exclusive clone trooper lieutenant with a Lego Star Wars purchase of fifty dollars or more, which is really easy to do at the Lego store. Um, that'll be going through October 31st. And then they have some other offers that they have there at the Lego store. So be sure to see, to read this, this website and see what you can take advantage of getting for your kids or yourself, um, when you go over there at the Disneyland Resort. Alright, thank you, Mario. I will go next. Extreme Engineering, the largest supplier of zip lines, climbing walls, extreme airs, and adventure products is outfitting Disneyland's ESPN zone with a new climbing wall. Interesting. Uh, scheduled for installation this fall. 
They say, we have been working with Disney and their great team at ESPN Zone to enhance the arcade area with an extreme engineering climbing wall, which is going to be a key feature at the sports restaurant, says Phil Wilson, Vice President of Marketing. The ESPN Zone, as we know, is located in downtown Disney, and this climbing wall will be themed to look like an ice climbing wall and will offer various levels of lifelike climbing difficulty. According to uh, Matt Renstrom, sales manager, the climbing wall will be great for all ages, beginners to adv- and I'm sorry, the climbing wall be, will be great for all ages, beginners to advanced climbers. Uh, Extreme Engineering has climbing walls all over uh, Six Flags, Universals, and other theme parks. So that's that's going to be fun. I just want to add on to that, Tom. For people who don't know, and the ESPN zone at the Disneyland Resort Downtown Disney. They, on the second floor, it's a whole arcade room, uh-huh. that it, including that climbing wall up there. So sometimes people are looking for things to do when they fly in and they're not going to go to the parks. Right. And they have they want to let their kids, you know, they have all this pent-up energy. That's a great place to take the kids to let them um, go have some fun before entering the parks. The kids or the dads. Or the, or the, or, or the moms. Or the moms, yes. Thank you. Uh, Nancy. Okay, now since it is the season, once again, the El Cap Theater in Hollywood is presenting The Nightmare Before Christmas in Disney Digital 3D. Plus, once again this year, it was so popular last year, um, they are showing it actually in interactive 4D with some brand new sensory effects. There'll be extra light, scent, winds, snow, fog, and much more. And the reason they're doing an especially ramped up version is because this is the 20th anniversary Scarabration. So it runs from um, October 15th to November 3rd. You can do a couple different types of packages. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven showtimes a day for the most part. Wow. Six to seven. Opening night, their 20th anniversary celebration will actually be hosted by Ken Page, who is the voice of Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Ooh. Plus a handful of surprise guests, and that's going to be at seven, the 7 p.m. show on October 15th. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not. You can always check, um, and we'll have the website in the show notes. Now, following the movie, continue your celebration at the 20th Anniversary Treat-tastic. Now, this is $40 a person. VIP. It includes VIP tickets to the movie, which is a reserved seat, popcorn in a special bucket, and drink. And then once... The movie's over. There's desserts, activities, souvenir photos, prizes, and much more. So seating for this is limited, and all tickets for that must be advanced purchase. Cool. So you can uh, go to the El Cap's website, or you can call 1-800-DISNEY-6. We've actually done that probably, I think Kelly has done that three times. I've done it twice with her, and it's pretty cool. The... Anytime you go to a show at the El Capitan Theater, it's nice anyway. But the 4D effects and the things that you get, it's kind of if people kind of like the the G-rated uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> type <laughs> experience. So, such a fun theater. That. that place is oh great. My. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. Okay, for those of you interested in going to Universal Studios in the near future, not only are, can you buy a day and get the rest of 2013 free, you can buy a day and get all of 2013 and all of 2014 free. Wow. That, that's why it's on here. I, think that's, I mean, and it's, it's, we're still in the middle of, I mean, we're, I mean, October, it's $84 and it includes, it includes, let's try that again. All right. An unexpected error has occurred and the web store is unable to continue <laughs> processing. <laughs> it was there when I Do they ready. use the same <laughs> IT team that Disney does or? Yeah. Um, they, it was fine before. Um, you get discounts on merchandise. I'm going to kind of go from memory. Okay. It was like 10% maybe on food or 15% on food and 10%. There's a 10, a 15, and a 10. <laughs> uh, still the error has still occurred. That's all right. Um, anyway. But but for $84 to get basically a year a and a quarter. quarter yeah. um, oh, there. I got it. I refreshed. $12 off admission, general admission for up to six guests. So bringing people, 10% off food inside the park, inclu- excludes alcohol and carts, 15% off merchandise for in-park re- retail stores. The pass expires December 31st, 2014. There are blackout dates. Um, and that's, oh, no, oh, the blackout dates, and there's not a lot. For 2013 to 2014 are the 20, December, I'm not going to go through all of them, but the 21st, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st of December. Uh-huh. For basically both right. 2013, 2014. And then after that, it's only April 12th and 19th, May 25th, June, I am going to go through all of them, June 28th, and then July 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, 12th and 13th, 19th, 26th, and 27th. So there's really not a lot not of a blackout lot. Okay. days. Really, it's like a week here, a week there, and yeah. then that's about it. Huh. So that's, that's a, a great I mean, bargain. It is. $84? Wow. I think so, we should go. I know. So there you go. If you want to go to Universal Studios. Awesome. Do you have anything new there? Oh, I still want to go on um, Transformers. Transformers, the ride in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. The banner ad is calling out to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Despicable Me when it comes. Yeah, the website's a little neat. Could be updated a little bit. It seems very, I don't know, 19, no, let me see, 2005. Uh But, you know. I mean, they're just a media company, so what do yeah, they know? Wait, what do you know? Yeah, they just make movies and stuff. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. That will do it for Rapid Fire. One thing I forgot to mention, um, this is October 3rd. So October 4th, I'm going to be in the parks, and this is one of those fun media events where I get to talk to different people that are doing – have information about Halloween time. So sometimes they'll let me talk to chefs, you know, about – the new food items or, you know, somebody doing the makeovers for Pirates League or I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. It, I'm sh- usually there'll be two or three different things. They're always fun. So watch for our YouTube channel and those will probably go up, um, late Friday or Saturday. So just watch for that. All right. That's rapid fire time for our thread of the week. Mary Jo. This week we have our thread from Blanche Neige. And um, she comes from Montreal, Quebec. And That's Canada, right? Yes, sir. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Northern Montana. Northern Montana, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
Her thread is, have you ever seen celebrities at Disneyland? So I thought that would be a fun one for us to um, go around California and ask as well as read some of the responses from people. Um, she says, have you ever seen a celebrity at Disneyland? Which one and what did you do? <laughs> so any, any volunteers? She, she we all know Tom's. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that one. But that one was at a at a at a yeah red carpet type thing. The only I'm trying to think of ones that I've seen outside of media events or grand well, opening or something. And, oh, just say that I've media event when just to just to. Oh, John Stamos. Uh huh. Okay, that's where what where where were you? Uh, what the, were you the, the restrooms behind uh, the carousel in DCA. Uh-huh. Outside of that, yeah. But outside of that, I've see, I saw what's his name, Josh. Josh, what's his name from from Josh Lost? Oh, um, Holloway. Yes, Josh. Wait, Holloway. the huge, the huge guy? No, no, no. That's Jorge no. Garcia. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what's his name? Sawyer. The actor that played Sawyer. I saw him in the parks. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, and I, well, I I saw John Ratzenberger. Out, it was it was the day of the media event. Well, it wasn't at a media event. That's cool, Michael. Uh, you know, I never remember that kind of stuff. I do remember one because I rode in the haunted mansion with her, but it was at Disney World. I rode with Jennifer Goodwin from Once Upon a Time. I love you. And you know, she is just as nice as as you would. Think she as you would want her to be. She's very she sweet. We chatted, and um, you know, Carol and I chatted with her for a bit. Her Disney handlers were none too pleased, but um, <laughs> but um, really nice, really nice um, person. But yes, it was just us and her and her her little tiny entourage um, rode the haunted mansion together. Neat, fun, very cool. Because they knew who you were. Absolutely. <laughs> She's a huge, huge Disney fan. Just yeah. an FYI. Then she's, she's in the right pro show right now. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Wayne? Have you ever seen any Disney, any celebrities? You know, this is really embarrassing, but I was in the in Disneyland one one weekend, I think it was, and there was this huge crowd um up main street and there was even like a small like video shoot set up with you know lights and umbrellas and a camera and director and all of that and i had no idea who this was i subsequently found out it was one of the teen stars from one of the disney channel shows that was doing a location shoot in the park that day and someone even told me who the name was didn't recognize it at all it was like <laughs> i'm old <laughs> How about you, Tony? I was. That's why I yelled at Tom. I saw. Who was it? Garcia. Uh, or, or I didn't know Garcia. who he was. Oh, but yeah. yeah, at the in the tiki room. Oh wow! Well, that's oh, cool. that's cool. Yes, I saw him. Was I didn't. I mean, I ever watched Lost, and I don't know. I okay. I have a confession to make. When I'm in the tiki room, I tend to sometimes fall asleep because. Oh, so, no. Because, you? because, well, I'm I can shocked. fall asleep anywhere, anytime, any place, and it's air conditioned, and there's nice. Anyways, I've done it too. Don't him. feel bad. All right. Well, um, Tony so and I are I saw him. Like... Yeah, I know. It's cause, um, <laughs> and uh, so I saw him. I and know. Then, I was thinking the same thing. What? How? 
whether we both Sacrilege, fall asleep. Sacrilege, falling asleep in a classic attraction. My word. No, okay, now here's the problem. It's a classic <laughs> attraction, but if you've gone on it a billion times... <laughs> Any room that's dark and you're tired and, and you yeah. get off your feet and it's air-conditioned, I'm toast, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, anyways, um, and then the other pseudo-celebrity, and it would have to be someone who understands sports, but this was actually at Legoland, but it was the only other amusement park, and that was Grant Hill. Anybody who listens who knows who Grant Hill is can... Basketball player, right? That's, yeah. thank you, good job! Phew. Um, yes, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a journeyman basketball player. He was big when he played for Duke a long time ago, but I saw him and his family at... Legoland. I was like, Andrew, that's a basketball player. Like, and I was getting ice cream. Even though it's not Disneyland, it, but those are my two. It's funny, you, you, you see plaids out with a, with some family or something, and you see them walking through the park, and you're like, trying to figure out who the heck they are, yeah. or who's famous, yeah. or... Without like, staring, right? Without staring. Well, no, I stare. You know. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Stare back? Stare back. What, what is, what it says, have the readers... F- oh, wait. Go, no Tony, good. Go ahead. Who is it? No, not okay. good. No, never mind. What? What about Nancy? Okay, I got a long list. <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, when Cheryl Crow was with Lance Armstrong, we saw them. Um, I literally almost turned around into Rob Reiner. Um, wow. It, um, let's see. Went to the bathroom with Brooke Shields. She has a bathroom story too. <laughs> I don't know if hers is quite as eventful as Mine yours. is not quite as uh, <laughs> glamorous as yours. Um, oh, the couple who had the twins that were endangered. Um, the, if remember the twins and they, they gave Mary them too Kate much heparin in the hospital? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I remember the story, yeah. There was a big lawsuit because they gave them the wrong dosage of heparin, no which idea. is a blood thinner. Oh, yeah, and it thinner. was, yeah, it was a celebrity. Yeah, the yeah. dad is famous, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we saw them and the kids. <laughs> I read them and the, and the twins. And the, kids, the twins were much over this. It was about six months after the whole deal. Um, let's see. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, Ian ran into Kevin Jonas in the Grand. Um we always seem to run into Laster in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's like, that's um, like a Disney cool. geek celebrity. We got a VIP pass onto a couple attractions because he cut in line in front of us in Pixie Hollow. <laughs> yeah, I um, see Tony Baxter in the parks all the time. Let's see who else. I saw Tony I know Baxter. We've... Was it Ava Mendes that we were in line with? That we were chatting with? I know, we were, we were chatting with a Latina celebrity who I can't remember who she is, but I n- know her by sight. And of course you don't want to ask what right. name. Right. Um, but we were chatting with her in another Pixie Hollow line. Um, gosh. So have our, have our readers met any more, buddy more famous yeah, than yeah, John Stamos? Let's hear what our readers have to say. Okay, um, we have Dragonfly Curls. I love the names they choose. Saw Carlos Mencia, and she saw Jorge Garcia at the Pixar Play Parade. He gets around. He does get around. Um, Annie MCK saw AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boy. Black, black. Backstreet Boys, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Those guys, when they were still popular. Um, 
And Disney, let me see. Um, Mr. Kyle, his wife works at Jamba Juice, and she's seen a bunch of them, including Albert Pujols, Ever Tom Pujols. Cruise. Wow. Oh, thank you, Pujols. <laughs> He's a baseball player, right, Tony? <laughs> yes. Okay. You can tell I don't follow sport. Although I will say the Dodgers are, are uh, congratulations to the Dodgers. Okay. Ooh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm blue, so Tom Cruise, John C. Riley. Um, and some other people. Uh, Donald Duck 80 said his wife saw Steven Tyler and her friend started taking pictures and she didn't care. Somebody, just like somebody here who didn't care. Um, Bobby Brown pre Whitney Houston <laughs> and, ooh, special, okay, this is in, um, special A, special all, special KS, so special Kansas maybe. Okay. No. Yeah. I was a rapper. Oh, Special KS. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Special KS saw Halle Berry twice. Um, so apparently she goes Mario Lopez. I would have loved to have seen him. Oh, I've seen Mario Lopez in his entire well, I did when he family. Was, when he was doing the World of Sandwich thing, but that doesn't count. Does it count if you see a celebrity when you're flying home and you see him in the airport from you flying home from Disney World? Does that count? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Just be in the and park. I, in the park. Okay. Oh, we saw Ryan Gosling and Ava Mendes. That's where I knew I saw Ava Mendes. They were coming off of uh, Little Mermaid. That would be neat. Um, another celebrity who goes quite often. We've seen him. I've seen him probably three times. Is Ed Bagley Jr. Jeez, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've met celebrity, him. Celebrity. That's an air quote. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, come on. He's a celebrity. Okay. No, oh, he was back during the St. Elsewhere days. I'll give him his credit there. But Life now he's Ed, been in viral he, he had a reality show. Actually, oh, I met him at the um, I met him at the uh, Studio City Farmers Market hawking uh, cleaning products. Natural cleaning <laughs> products. Oh, oh that's my God. sad. No, he does. He's he's big in the environmental. Yeah. He's extremely environmental, and he's developed um, this one product, and I mean. He's huge about going green. They had a whole variety, a whole uh, reality yep. show about yep. it. He he really he rides a bicycle nice and he's very, very very green. Um, somebody saw recently Mark Anthony and his new girlfriend, and Serafina Pink has seen Laura Dern, Holly Madison, Jennifer Goodwin, Josh Dallas. Ooh, yeah, because they're dating, right? Yeah, they've been together for a while. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, let's go. I don't want to hear about dating and celebrity (laughs) romance. (laughs) I am tired of of hearing about Holly Madison's wedding at Disneyland or whatever. Oh, my God. I don't even know who she was. I thought she was the sister of the Cupcake Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're twins. (laughs) I saw um, Pierce Brosnan at Disneyland. That was pretty, yeah, I, I was so tempted to follow him, but, and yes, <laughs> I do admit that. Um, anyway, so there's this thread, it's quite a few pages with different celebrities. If you have seen a celebrity or you'd like to read about the different celebrities, you know, being so close to Hollywood, there are a lot that go to Disneyland and, um, you could run into them yourselves or you could run into Tom Bell. Yes. Never know. Um, the thread, there's in the restroom. In the rest. Hey. In the rest. 
We won't talk about white stuff. And, and of course, you, you like could always that. follow any of us on Twitter, because uh, sometimes we tweet from the parks. That's true. So you'll we'll have and a link to that in the show notes, Mary Jo, right? Yes, we'll awesome. have a link to the to this thread in the show notes. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, Wayne, for joining us again tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Happy 200.